Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here with you once again, alongside best-selling author Coach Pete Deruda. Coach, JD has left us, but what a great interview that was. Yeah, he's a fantastic guy. I, I remember is. seeing him years ago on, on Hannity. He was on Hannity a lot. Okay. I think he yeah. guest hosted for Hannity every now and then, yes. too, on Fox. Yes. So JD's a North Carolina guy. He, him and I have been talking about maybe doing some uh, some work in the future, maybe have a podcast. JD and the coach might be coming Ooh. soon. So we'll see. Every single week we'll be talking about non-financial issues. Okay, okay. And so, or maybe financial issues seem to creep in about everything we do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's a core part of our lives, yeah, whether we is, want it to it be is. or not. <laughs> hey, I found a quiz called Older Than Dirt Quiz. Older Than Dirt. <laughs> and you and okay. I went over that earlier. We did. Uh, we're not going to cover most of it today, but we're going to do this on a future show. But I wanted to, there was a couple things that, that, that were fascinating to me. Number one, do you remember? These are things, do you remember? So okay. start every sentence with, do you remember? Blackjack, chewing gum, and tea berry. Now, I don't remember tea berry. I remember blackjack. That was a black, it was, it was a, like, like a Wrigley's spearmint kind of gum. Okay, that yeah, same kind of yeah, pack. Yeah. But it was, you open it up and, and the stick was black. Oh, really? And it would, I loved it because it would turn my mouth black. My mom didn't like it. <laughs> and then if you got it on your shirt, you know, this little spit came down. You sure. Know, it would stain and she'd get all mad. But I remember that. Night. I don't know either of those. I know clove gum. They have that at Cracker I remember Girl clove still. gum. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. number three on this list was candy cigarettes. Now, you don't remember those either, do <laughs> no, you? No, I don't. I've seen pictures. Yeah. <laughs> now, they, they were good. They were tasty. They were like little sticks. They looked like cigarettes in a way, but they're candy. They're just sugar. And they had yeah. a little red tip on it to make you assume that it was lit. But I had an Uncle Pete back in the day. My name's Pete too, by the way. Tom. Okay. But okay. Uncle Pete was cool. He was a, he was the coolest uncle. He would light my cigarette. He was from the uh, he was an Air Force vet, so he was. He, I remember him like wearing his flight jacket, and nice. he'd reach in and take his lighter out. Yeah. And he had that Zippo thing where he'd do this like he'd just flip his wrist and light. Yeah, and, sure. Oh and yeah. And so yeah. he'd light my candy cigarette for me. Of course, it would never <laughs> light because it was candy. My dad would get mad though. He said, "Stop doing that. Stop encouraging him to smoke." And a uh, little bit it. of history. My dad caught that. me smoking when I was in seventh grade. So uh -oh. uh, that was uh, that really was the first pack of cigarettes I ever tried to buy. And and uh, when I came home, I smelled like cigarettes, and I was in trouble. Oh, you but I never, so I haven't smoked since, That's except for a funny. cigar or two every now and then. Sure, sure. Now, are there any things you saw on this list that made sense, to, or that, that you remembered, or you remember? What that, about milk? My dad was a milk delivery man, so number six, home milk, milk delivery in glass bottles with cardboard stoppers. I've never experienced it. Wow. Yeah, dad was a milkman. I love that. No, the milkman used to come to your front door, sort of like uh, like the Grubhub people do now, and bring the food. <laughs> so we went away from it. We came back to it. See, everything in life repeats itself after a while. <laughs> it absolutely does. That's very. <laughs> funny. We'll get to That's more of that in the future shows. But it was pretty. Well, then remember the pea shooters? Did you ever have a pea shooter? I never had a pea shooter. I've heard of them, but I've never seen well, them. Yeah. Did you ever do spitballs with a straw? Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, that's similar concept. Same thing. Okay. Yeah, but you were okay. shooting peas. They probably hurt. I never had a pea shooter either, either, but I mean, I probably, I would have, since I had two brothers, I would have been in a lot of trouble if I had one of these. You would have been throwing been a, ba a bag of peas in the freezer, getting uh, all hard. We been shooting each other. <laughs> you didn't need a freezer, Thomas. They hurt. Oh, you didn't? They were oh, still bad. Oh, hurt. no. Oh, no. Anyway, found an article, and it's a fascinating article from Forbes. Yeah. Ten reasons an annuity might make sense for you. 
All right. So there's so many negative, like we talked about, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of people in the stock market world that want to take all your money and put it what they call under management. You know yes. why? Why's is that? it for your benefit? They want to make sure you're fine and you're taken care of and you got the best uh, potential portfolio? Maybe, 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 maybe not. not. Yeah. But a lot of times it's because the more money they have of yours under management, the more they can bill you every quarter, the more commission, well, they can't call it commissions, the more money under management fees they can make. <laughs> Even though the fiduciary can, cannot take commissions out of your pocket, a fiduciary can charge you a management fee. Yes. So you might ask yourself, what's the difference? And I might agree with you. There's it's not much of a difference. Well, if, 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 if money's coming out of your plan and going into a planner's pocket, it's commissions. I don't care what you call it. It's commissions. There you, well, and I think losing money, you know, we talk about this. You talk about, I love the way you've branded it as financial termites. Yep. And, and we can see that through things like fees or commissions or whatever. Fees, but, risk, commission, and taxes, Thomas. Big termites. That, Eating away your portfolio with no control from you a lot of times. Now, I wonder, even about a young guy like me, I'll, I'll go and see videos about crypto on, on YouTube or yep. you hear about ETFs or mutual funds. There are a lot of things going on out there, right. even besides this. And... and it's so confusing, Coach, first of oh, all, yeah. it's so confusing, but it seems like each one can have its own form of that financial termite. Right, right. Well, I mean, there's all, I mean, this, you need to know what you're doing before you do it. Unfortunately, yeah. many people don't learn to after the fact. Yeah. A good example is a timeshare. How many people have bought a timeshare didn't realize what they were buying? You're <laughs> buying something you can never get rid of. <laughs> and then there's a whole cottage industry now that's popped up. Timeshare exit strategies, way to I get out of the timeshare. Heard right? of those, yes. But ten reasons why an annuity might make sense for you. Let's just go through some. I mean, this may, yes. again, are annuities a, a salvation for every single problem? No, but they don't create any problems if you do it the right way. Exactly. See, uh, if you put your money all in the market, is that a salvation of, of all your problems? I don't think so. Could it create problems? Yes. If the market goes the wrong way, the money you put in is not going to be there anymore. Correct. Or some of it's not. Correct. So we have to make sure we know what we're doing before we do it. That's the easiest thing here in the world. And then we can't really, I know people like to blame other people for their, for their decisions, but if we do the research ahead of time, if we get it with a fiduciary planning firm, we're not going to have to ever have those problems in no. the future. No. So let's look at number one. All right, let's look at it. This one makes a lot of sense as well. Political uncertainty in the U.S., and the world. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no uh, I doubt. don't think that's ever going away, especially with social media. So the market's going to, a lot of times, will go up and down based on political uncertainties. We'll look at uh, what happened with Russia and Ukraine. The market was doing pretty good. It was. And then Russia decided to go in there. It was around February, wasn't it? So <laughs> then what? The, what they call the Putin, Putin price hike <laughs> happened for, for cost and stuff, but, but, but it hurt the market. So it was a Putin deflationary aspect of the market. Who knows what it was? <laughs> but we can't blame that. other politicians, really. No. The market went down because uncertainty, uncertainty caused by war. That's one of the biggest ones. If China and Taiwan get in a little less scuff here, it's gonna, it'll do even more damage. Now, some, some people probably say, well, Coach, that's already been priced into the market. In other words, the market's already tanked in anticipation of China going into Taiwan. Okay. Has it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think either. that when, if no. and when that happens, we're going to see one of the biggest crashes we've ever seen. I hope it doesn't happen. I agree 100% yeah. with you. All right, moving on to number two, guarantees found in no other investment vehicle. Very true. Where else can you go and say, Coach Pete, I've got $500,000 right here. Uh, it's money that I have dedicated to retirement. It's in my 401k. Mm -hmm. And the sole purpose of that money was to make sure I had a safe and comfortable retirement that I was able to do what I want. How much income, Coach Pete, can I get from this $500,000 today? Yes. Show me in today's dollars what, it'll, what I could get income-wise in five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever, however many years I'm looking in the future. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure this income is going to come to me until I and my spouse both pass away. Wow. Okay? Wow. So now, the annuity industry is the only one we can do that with certainty, tell you what kind of income you can get. Stock market world? No. We can tell you what we hope to have happen. What we think could happen, we can run a Monte Carlo simulation, which is funny, funny. They, which the computer program runs 
millions of different scenarios of what could happen to your money. Yes. And at the end, it shows you probability of things happening. But they named it after a gambling place, Monte Carlo. <laughs> and so only about 92% of folks who are depend on what's called the 4% rule. Mm -hmm. That means if you have all your money at risk and you start taking 4% of that money out a year, you have about a 92% chance of not running out of money when you're here, when you are here, not your spouse. So your spouse isn't even qualified for this. Wow. And so... That's, I can't give that my seal of approval. If we only have a 92% chance of not outliving our money, what's gonna happen to the other 8% of you who get in here thinking you're gonna have a lifetime income because you kept all the money in the market because your broker told you to, and then you get maybe 15 years down the road and, you're, and your balance is now zero. Yes. What are you gonna do next? You're 72 years old, what are you gonna do? So we need to make sure even if you're 121, you're still getting income. And if you pass away, your spouse continues to get that same income. So for the rest of your life, so when we say that, it's, gonna, it's contractually guaranteed in the contract. If you don't believe me, let's sit down and look at the contract together and make sure that you understand what we see. Because I've seen this, and of course, 30 years of no complaints for a reason, Thomas, because mm -hmm. I look behind the scenes for you, and I analyze fine print for you. That's why I've never offered, even though I've been licensed for over 20 years, I've never offered a long-term care contract to somebody because I've seen all the gimmicks and games and the ways insurance companies can, can give it to you and take it away. Yes. The only way that I recommend long-term care coverage is to buy a special life insurance policy now. I got one myself. Well, what are you going to do? Do what your planner's doing, I think. I mean, Mikey, the Mikey, the financial world, I've been called that. It's true. And my death benefit, I can reach into, my death benefit is like four, some, four point something million dollars. Okay. So if I go to a long-term care facility, I can reach into my death benefit and use my death benefit while I'm here to pay for the long-term care coverage. Incredible. To stay, to pay for home health care, if I want a nurse to come, whatever, whatever I need. And I can do that over and over again until I run out of money. Well, with $4 million in there, it's never, hopefully, knock on wood, I'll never <laughs> want to, but inflation. So we need to make sure that we have enough money to pay for what long-term care is going to cost in 30 years. I don't anticipate ever needing it, hopefully not, but 30 years will put me in my 80s, Yes. so maybe I'll need it then. Well, I'll have something there. And if I don't need it, if I don't use it, I can turn that life insurance policy into a stream of tax-free income for myself, and I can also leave a nice death benefit to my children and my wife. So that's why we do it. But what, the main reason I do it is to take the worry out of worrying about what's going to happen if I had a long-term care event and I didn't have long-term care insurance. I could drain my family's assets and my, my wife would be worn out trying to help me and all that. And then when I finally pass away, finally, because that's what my wife probably would say when I'm <laughs> a burden, then there's no money left for her. Yeah. Because yeah. That's because I didn't have the coverage. So that's why I erased that worry. And that's, that's what life is. Life is about looking at the worries you have and slowly but surely getting rid of every single worry so you can live a happy retirement. That's why we say taking the worry out of living in retirement. We do that every single day for people just like you out there watching and listening. We do this every single day for people. And it's taking the confusion, the mistrust that exists in the financial world, mm -hmm. and giving you everything in writing and showing you how something really works instead of telling you. So showing is so much better than telling. And if we show you and you understand, now you can explain back to us and your family why you do certain things. It makes a whole lot of sense. It, it really does. Coach, there was a time that I wasn't married. There was a time <laughs> when I became married. New responsibilities yeah. came on, had children, new responsibilities come Life on. Life changes, doesn't it? I, I think a lot of us as adults, we can settle into a rhythm. I'm in my late 30s at this point, but I can imagine another couple decades ahead, all the more of a rhythm. It, it, do you find it hard for people when they're in that retirement? 
when they're in that financial red zone, that five, 10 years before retirement, to get in that mentality of reassessing their situation because they've been doing the same old, same old for so long. We're creatures of habit. Yes. We really are creatures of habit. I mean, uh, I can't tell you how many squirrels I see dead on the side of the road because they're creatures of habit. They <laughs> haven't seen the other squirrels run right out in front of the car and, the, and they haven't seen the cause and effect. Yes. So the cause and effect, if you do the wrong thing, if you have your money in the wrong place, chances are you're not gonna be able to escape life without suffering some consequences. Mm -hmm. And so we see this when people pile too much money in the stock market when they're getting older in life and you don't have as much time to make that money back if you lose it, and guess what happens? You lose some of that money and now instead of retiring at 63 or four or five or whenever you're gonna retire, right. you have to work another five, six, seven years because, not because you want to many times, because you don't have enough money there anymore in your retirement bucket because you lost some of it by leaving it exposed to risk. So once you get to that point, and a lot of you that are, that are listening are at that point already. Once you get to the point where you have enough money to convert into lifetime income you can never outlive, and it's more than enough than you need, why aren't you doing it? Marty Hensley in her office had a lady who was waiting till she got a million dollars in her IRA portfolio before she turned some of that money into safe money. Okay. She was at 996000 I think Marty said. She said she <laughs> still wanted a million. And then the market crashed, and oh. now she went down to like seven or 800000 and now she has to wait to get back to there. Oh, so wow. we don't want that to happen. When you're already next to the finish line, don't stumble. You've seen those races yep. where the horse is coming, it stumbles, and the jockey falls off. Folks, let's get a plan that makes sense to you. We have a staff that's ready, dedicated to make sure you get your total retirement plan. Others have charged $1,000 or more. We're going to do it at no cost or obligation if you're one of the first 15 callers right now. This is a great opportunity to reach out, get your own questions answered. Again, that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text that keyword PLAN to 600-700. That's PLAN to 600-700. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.